Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Vice Confessor and you're listening to Downforce Radio. You're listening to Race Day Live on Downforce UK. Brought to you by Clapham North MOT, Motorsport Days Live, Stopwatch Hospitality and Trade Price Cars. Time to go racing again here at Marienborg as the wind picks up and the rain threatens to come over the circuit. We are ready for the second race in history of the Tillotson T4 Series Netherlands here at the Cutting de Fania International Raceway at Marienborg in Belgium. Jake Sanson here overlooking the start-finish line once again and we are ready for the second ever race for the Tillotson T4 Series. We had a fantastic one earlier on today as they battled away for supremacy and gave us some great entertainment. Jordi van der Veid getting his first win of the season with Ertenberg and Stefan Boutelar coming across the line together on the front three positions with Jeffrey Hindler, Robin Menz and Ismo van Reit in the top six after a fantastic final couple of scraps between Chana van Sonsbeek and Andreas Matisse that saw them fall down the order after their battle for second place. There should be some more great action for the competitors again as they come out for their second ever race at Marienborg in Belgium. It's definitely not as sunny as it once was. The wind has picked up the rain clouds are gathering and it looks like it could be yet another typical marienborg race day here in belgium it's going to be a very very difficult race for all of the drivers because obviously they've come off the back of their first initial race and they want to continue that bandwagon flowing they want to be in a good comfortable position they want to show strength they want to show discipline and they obviously want to show that they are still as fast, if not faster, than they were before. So obviously there is a very tall order for these competitors. They want to show that their metal and their might is still very strong. And this afternoon is going to give us plenty of entertainment and lots of drama. But this Tillotson T4 series, this is the 2020 season and their very first in the Netherlands. It's also, coincidentally, this weekend, the first in the UK as well. They're racing over in Rissington. And after their launch last year in Ireland, the brand is definitely growing and expanding. And it looks like it could be going to further territories as a feeder category from the world of corporate rental karting into the higher echelons of pro motorsport. Great to see so many competitors here for this first race as well because, of course, we have 15 of them in total. Not a bad start for a series at all. You've got to say anything over a dozen is very positive and they've already put 15 carts and drivers into the mix. Great to see such a partisan appreciation for this first round for the men and women in blue and white. They head out onto the circuit for their first, uh, their second race, I should say, of the day. And, of course, the grid will be as it was from the previous qualifying session. We'll see the same drivers in the same positions, and that means, of course, that we will take the qualifying positions from earlier on in the day. And that gives us a very exciting grid. Chana van Sonsbeek gets another go from the pole position with Isma van Riet alongside on the front row. Stefan Boutelaar and Brent Ragobarsing will be there on the second row from Brent Hilbrink and Bink Blumen. And then it will be Jordi van der Weyde and Andreas Matiz from Jeffrey Heindler and Chris van der Wende. Then Artenberg and Joshua de Kruth from Seppe Geertz, Robin Menz and Mathieu Panacho. So the drivers will come through. 
and obviously do their two laps exploratory. Mathieu Panachou gets onto the circuit a little after the others. He must have had some kind of mechanical difficulty, uh, which has held him up. But now he will be able to race around the circuit and join the back end of the grid. And obviously these Tillotson T4 Series carts, good fun to drive. And uh, I was speaking with Andrew Fallon earlier on today. You can catch that interview again if you missed it on the Send It podcast, which will be on Downforce Radio at the end of March. And, of course, he was telling us, you know, the chassis is light and nimble. It's a good feeder series out of the world of corporate rentals. Some drivers are getting into racing for the very first time at this level by doing this particular category. And others are basically coming back into motor racing for a bit of fun and games. It's a good form of motor racing for people on a low budget and certainly for one to uh, enjoy the low rumble is something I quite like. The noise is quite uh, beefy for a cart, which is quite nice. And that obviously adds to the aesthetics and the uh, atmospheric enjoyment of the category. So it means that these uh, hot little racers are definitely going to start to grow in strength and popularity. They should be very, very uh, entertaining over the course of the day as well. We have two races still to go from the Tillotson T4s. They wend their way around the circuit, and obviously they are hoping, well, certainly one man at the back is hoping, Mathieu Panachou, that he can continue to uh, get around the circuit fairly quickly and close up on the uh, drivers in front. They are now starting to form up into their tram lines, so he should just about have the time to catch up to them because they've formed up quite early in the hope that Matthew Panachou can join the field. It seems that there's a nice little atmosphere within this uh, paddock of drivers as well, and that is obviously to uh, get as many uh, people onto the grid as humanly possible, so they will try their best not to leave Matthew Panachou behind. But they are forming up into their two tram lines. They are hopefully going to get underway racing very soon indeed. And obviously it should be a very tough battle for Chanavan Sonsbeek after what we saw in the first race. He obviously ended up getting into that tussle with Andreas Matisse, allowing Jordi van der Weyde, who had already taken the lead by that point, to stretch out a lead and go away. But there's definitely still scope for good racing. It looks like Matteo Banachou's race has already started as he tries to close up on the back of the field. But the leaders are coming through. Chanavan Sonsbeek on the inside line and on the outside it's Ismo van Reyet. So the drivers are going to get underway. We wait for the red lights to go out. They do so now and we're racing up to the first corner. Another cracking start from Stefan Butelar who gets into the first corner and into second place pretty quickly and a good start as well from Brett Helbrink who's going to get on the inside line of the 17 Ismo van Reyet and then hold it round the outside to hold on to that third place a good start there so Ismail van Rijet is now down into fourth position behind the fast start. No, that's Jordi van der Wade. Goodness me, he's up to third position already. What an epic start. And we've got contact from two drivers further back who have gone off there at turn three. That's not gone well for two of them. I think one of them might be Blink, uh, Bink Blumen, I think, is one of them. And then the other one tucked in behind. I have a feeling that is the 42. It is indeed. That is Sepa Geertz. So Sepagiertz and Bink Blumen, unfortunately, you're having problems there. Sepagiertz trying to get going again and into the race. So he does so, but unfortunately now a long, long way back. And uh, that's not going to do his weekend any favours at all. So on the far side of the circuit, it is still Chanavan Sonsbeek who leads the way. Cart number nine out in front and running a very strong race already with a great battle of a second place stepping up. That is a great run from Stefan Butelar, but here comes Van der Wade. Van der Weyde up on the inside in a second place early doors. My goodness, he wants all the victories this weekend, does Jordi Van der Weyde. 
And he has come through into second position. So a very good run for Jordi van der Weyde into second position now then. Third is Stefan Boutelard. Then it's Ismo van Reit. Then it's Jeffrey Hendler from Ertenberg and Andreas Matisse. Matisse trying to get on the inside of Berg. Edging to the inside line. He's basically gesturing, let me go through and then tag in behind me. Every racing driver will convince every opponent, you know, there's a reason I'm overtaking you. It's for your benefit. Let me go. A racing driver trying to believe that. Well, that's another thing. So Jonathan Sonsbeek leads the way from Jordi van der Weyde. And that is the top two. The uh, yellow and black machines up in front. And then the rest of the field in the majority are blue and white and the regular Tillotson racing colours. Stefan Boutelart just trying to hang on in front of Ismo van Reit at the moment. And there's uh, two more filing in behind. That's Jeffrey Handler and Andreas Matisse now that Ayrtonberg has been overtaken. So already a good start to proceedings. And it's been a really strong start to things. As down on the main straight once again, we have China van Sonsbeek still leading the way. Second place for the 19 of Jordi van der Weyde. And up the inside, that's for third. That is Ismo van Reit. Ismo van Reit gets on the inside of Stefan Butelar, but Butelar's going to come back on the inside line. And a big dive in fifth position from Andreas Matisse. He lets the cart drift out wide, but manages to collect it together and maintains that fifth position that he's just snatched away from Jeffrey Handler. So a good run there. And slotting into seventh place is Ayrtonberg. This time, no major dramas for Joshua de Cruyff. In eighth position, he continues to run there in P8. And then the two carts in behind are Robin Menz and Chris van der Wender, who had the problem earlier on and couldn't start. Is that a move up the inside for third? Well, it's the battle for the lead now because we've got uh, Jordi van der Weyde right in behind Chana van Sonsbeek. So they continue. But for third place, I think we've got Ismo van Reit now in past Stefan Boutelar. Boutelar is up in the midst. Oh, we've had one cart there struggling and stopping out on the circuit. I think that's Ayrton Berg. I think Ayrtonberg might be in some trouble. Uh, or is that Ayrtonberg? I think it might be someone else actually in trouble there. But certainly from a long way back, we've got a couple of drivers. Jordi van der Weyde has got into the lead on that lap. Charles van Sonsbeek down to second place. And no, Ayrtonberg is still going strong. He's just overtaken Jeffrey Handler, in fact. So who is it that's in trouble? Well, mechanical difficulties of some kind have certainly held up Andreas Matisse. And he is down to 10th. So not great from Matisse. And uh, obviously now he's going to have to try and fight his way back into contention. First of all, taking on Chris van der Wender. So all sorts of uh, problems for Matisse, but he's still got time to make up the ground. Meanwhile, there's a good battle going on between Josh de Kroof and Robin Menz. Robin Menz is trying to get Joshua de Kroof to hurry on a little bit as they try and close up. And here comes the move from Matisse. Matisse gets through on the inside into eighth position, not ninth, as he gets past both uh, Robin Menz and Chris van der Wender. So he's into eighth position now, Andreas Matiz, and that's a, a good run from him. And now he needs to tuck in and go for the move on the inside of Josh de Kreef, and he has done so. Brilliant. Good overtaking moves there from Andreas Matiz, and he goes from 10th place to 7th in the space of just three corners. Meanwhile, though, it is still Jordi van der Weyde, who did not get the best qualifying, but he's definitely making up for it in race trim as he starts to stretch away from Charlie van Sonsbeek. And on the inside of Boutelar, that's a lovely move from Ayrtonberg. Ayrtonberg has got through now into fourth position, trying to chase after the leaders. So a good run from Ayrtonberg, who now puts himself onto the hunt behind Ismo van Reyet. So Ismo van Reyet running in third, then it is Berg, Boutelar, and in sixth position behind them is Jeffrey Heindler. Seventh place, we've still got this little battle as Andreas Matisse tries to get away from the three drivers behind. That is uh, De Kroof, Menz, and van der Wender. So a very good battle there for eighth place. And then the uh, three that continue to chase after are Matteo Palaszczuk, uh, Brent Ragobarsing, and Brett Hilbrink. And then, of course, the two that had their incident on the first lap, Brink Blumen and Sepe Gertz. 
So uh, they are struggling to gain the, gain the time back again, but they are still doing their best to move forward. Out of the final turn and onto the home straight once again comes the leader, Jordi van der Weyde, who has done so for the second race in succession. Obviously not getting the lap he wanted in qualifying, but definitely now starting to continue that stretch and that run on the first race. And up the inside, is there going to be a late bid from Berg? No, he can't quite make the move on Ismo van Rijet. So he has to wait for his opportunistic moment. Some great battles into the first corner. As up the inside, Chris van der Wender does get the move in the end on Robin Menz. So he does get through and takes the place. Meanwhile, still battling for third position, Ismo van Rijet trying to shake off Ayrtenberg, who sets the fastest lap of the race, a 105.797 for Ayrtenberg. And as they run up towards the right-hander, tucking up through the sixth uh, corner, this is going to be a tight battle into the hairpin once again. And interestingly, there's going to be a very tight move. Is that Ertenberg still struggling to get past Ismo van Rijen? He just can't find the move at the moment. Ismo is keeping the cart very wide indeed through the crucial apexes. So there's no chance of getting through at the moment. Andreas Matiz, meanwhile, has got himself back into seventh position and is going faster than many of the drivers around him, certainly faster than Butelar and Heindler. And those are the two drivers directly in front of him, so he'll want to make the bid. Here comes Ertenberg on the back of Ismo van Rijet. He's going to make the move as early as possible to get alongside him to the first corner. But Ismo van Rijet breaks very late into turn one, and that's enough to hold the cart around the outside to avert the charge from Ertenberg. And this squabble for eighth place is brilliant. Chris van der Vende has now got into eighth place past Robin Menz and Joshua de Kroof. De Kroof is going to try and make the move on Menz. And here comes the move from Berg. Berg and Ismo van Rijet still together, but he's gone wide on the switchback. And that's enough for Ismo van Rijet to get back into P3. So he retakes the position. And now Stefan Boutelaar has closed right up on the pair of them, who are still squabbling for position. A run wide from Ismo van Rijet. And Berg gets through in a third position around the outside. Boutelaar gets through into fourth place as well. Good bit of driving from Berg and certain confidence from Stefan Boutelaar. So Stefan Boutelaar gets into fourth position as a result of that particular overtake. Really strong racing and a very good move from them as they continue their charge up towards the final turn now. But it looks as though nobody can really handle Jordi van der Weed and Charnov and Sonsbeek out in front. 19 and 9 are first and second. And the battle for third is raging. Artenberg is now trying to shake off Stefan Boutelaar as they go into lap 8. Three to go. But Jordi van der Weed is leading the way comfortably. And this is a very strong performance from him, as it was in race one. Charnavan Sonsbeek is going well, too, in second place. He's having a very solid race. But Stefan Boutelaar is really stepping it up now on the back of Ertenberg. Ertenberg is trying to hang on to that third place. They go through turn four, up the short stretch to five, flat out through the right-hander. A tiny bit of curb used, but you need to get it nice and straight up towards turn six. A big, bold lunge, not quite yet from Stefan Boutelar. He's got to be very careful how he times this one. If he's going to make the big, bold move, you've got to save it to the last lap. You don't want to risk coming off the circuit, and then you have two or three laps of running to try and get yourself back into contention. The big risks are saved for later. But no problems at all for Jordi van der Weyde or Chana van Sonsbeek. They look like they're going to continue this on all the way through to the finish line. And with one, no, sorry, with two laps to go, I should say, at the end of lap eight, it's going beautifully for Jordi van der Weyde. He leads the way in front of his teammate, Chana van Sonsbeek. And Chana van Sonsbeek is going to have pretty much his own way to go for second place. Stefan Boutelaar is trying to force Ertenberg a little further up the road to close up on him, but I just think that gap is too big to do anything in the next lap and a half. So I think they're going to have to settle for the fact 
that essentially they're only going to be fighting over third place in this heat, really. And, of course, after this race is the finals. So they've got to keep it together and keep it nice and active. Now, it's, I'm just starting to keep an eye on the clouds because it's about now-ish that uh, the weather forecasters did tell us that we could expect to start to see some signs of rain. So far, we're okay. But it's definitely looking like it could get wet very quickly indeed as Jonathan Sonsbeek still tries to chip away at the gap to his teammate, Jordi van der Wade. But it looks pretty good from their point of view. As they come through the final turn, it looks to me as though Jordi van der Wade is going to have the uh, lead over Charnavan Sonsbeek as they go into the final lap now. So the last lap begins, and this is going to be the opportunity for Charnavan Sonsbeek to try and go for it. Now, there's going to be a great battle here for third position. We've got Ayrton Berg, who sets the new fastest lap of the race in his bid to get away from Stefan Boutelar. But Boutelar is now going to try and make his bid. If they're ever going to make a big, bold lunge, it's going to be on this, the last lap. So Stefan Boutelar... Right in behind Ertenberg. There's only about a cart's length between the two of them. So expect a big, bold overtake from the man sat in fourth position in behind Ertenberg. He carries a lot of speed through turn four. Keeps right close to the back bumper of Ertenberg's car. Up towards five. Keeps the speed very high. Will he make the big lunge into the corner? He's not close enough. He can't really make the move. So Ertenberg is still stretching out enough to keep Stefan Butelar at bay. Is there going to be one final dive from Boutelar? He's going to have a look. Again, Berg is just so good at placing the cart into the inside apex. There's no route through for Boutelar. So the two leaders up front are going to have an absolute cruise control to the line. The checkered flag is being prepared. And here comes Jordi van der Wade and Chana van Sonsbeek. Van Sonsbeek has closed up a little. But it's still going to be Jordi van der Wade who gets the win in front of Chana van Sonsbeek. And Altenberg hangs on in front of Stefan Boutelar for third position. A very clean and very fair fight there in the second Tillotson T4 Series heat. Great racing, brilliant battles, and a great run from Jordi van der Wey to make it two wins out of two in front of Charlie van Sonsbeek. Third is Altenberg, fourth is Stefan Boutelar, then Ismo van Rijet is fifth in front of Jeffrey Heindler. Andreas Matisse at the fastest lap on his way to seventh place. Chris van der Wende in front of Robin Menz and Matthew Panachow, and then it is Joshua de Kroof in 11th in front of Brent Rogobarsing, and then Brett Hilbrink, Bink Blumen, and Sepp Begertz. The final is coming up later on today. We hope you join us again for that. But for the Tillotson T4 Series, at the moment, it is two out of two for Jordi van der Weide. Hi, I'm Tom Ingram, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Jacques Villeneuve, you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Bruno Senna, you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Chris Hoy, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Landon Norris, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.